welcome, 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 one and all. It is episode 70 of the Hillcrest Duo. Today is Saturday, September 9th, 2017. I am Brad Risto. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at OutsiderBrad. I'm joined by my co-host, Metal John. Hello, Brad. I'm Metal John at Metal John Radio on Twitter. Yes, you And are. on Instagram. I think I have an Instagram, too. I don't use it very often, but regardless, it's been another week. A lot of fun stuff has happened. It is the summer, the fall doldrums before fall premieres. Not that many big movies, although you did see one. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. It. <laughs> no, you see, I'm using, I'm, I'm ending it in a preposition on purpose because it's funny. <laughs> it's a pun. But um, uh, we also um, uh, both went to the Bristol Renaissance Fair uh, that is up in... Uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's not in Bristol, actually. It's in Kenosha, and really, it's in Illinois. Let's face it, it it's in Illinois. It's just really on the other side of the border. Yeah, if it's you right look there. at the map, you can throw a rock from I the think back it is end. In Bristol, it's called the Bristol. It's uh, Bristol and Kenosha kind of have this weird town that it juts out and moves along, but it can, sort of like Crest Hill. Yeah, because so, technically we're in Crest Hill, but like right down the street is Joliet. Yes, and then it's like Crest Hill's like in the middle of Joliet. Joliet surrounds Crest Hill. Yes, Crest Hill's like a like a swamp. Well, no, you, you know what? It, you know what it's like. You know how O'Hare is in Chicago. It's like that because there's, there's like that little area of um uh, expressway that makes um uh, O'Hara International Airport be a part of Chicago. But we both went there. Uh, and we're gonna talk maybe about our fear since you saw it. But I wanted to, uh, to talk about a little banter as we um uh, start off another show. And I have some breaking news. What is Mario from the Mario video games? What is his profession? He's a plumber. Incorrect. He is no longer a plumber, according to the official Japanese website. He is now just an adventurer. I mean, let's face it. He hasn't been a plumber since the 80s. In the middle, early 90s, he got his doctorate. He's a doctor. Well, he's retired now. Well, yeah, but he's also a doctor, a go-kart driver, baseball player, soccer player. Um, Done a couple other things. He's a referee. He refereed a fight between me and Mike Tyson. That's true. Yeah. He called it right down the middle, but yeah, and just the freak out of some people. I saw I saw one story um uh, saying uh, that Mario not being a plumber anymore is uh, the attack of the PC left. I'm like, dude, he hasn't been a plumber since 1983 when it was Mario Brothers. His original job was a carpenter, that in yeah. um uh, what you call it Donkey Kong where he was the hero. Yeah, let me ask you this, though. Why did they call it Mario Brothers? Because it, it had Luigi. Yeah, but, for example, He's my my brother, his name is Ryan. <laughs> we don't get referred to as the John Brothers. Well, isn't he older, so wouldn't you be the Ryan Brothers? No, no, he's the younger one. So, yeah, you should be the John Brothers. So that's why... Well, because no. his name is Mario Mario. Okay, now that makes sense. And if his name Mario. is not, <laughs> and then Luigi, his brother, is Luigi Mario, so yes. that is Mario brother. Okay, perfect. You, didn't you see the movie? No. You didn't see the Super Mario Brothers movie? I did not. You should. It is good, fun, bad. Mm. Especially nowadays when you watch it. should remake it. They Wait, should. was he a doctor in that one, or was he a No, he was a, he was a plumber. He was a plumber? He was a plumber. Him and his brother were plumbers. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 
Anyways, uh, I, so let's talk, talk about the Renaissance Fair real quick. What did you think of it? I thought it was really fun. I'm a, if I went to it again, one, I'd have cash with me because you need cash. Yeah, no credit card. Um, well, there also, are a couple places. Also, a, a, good, a good tip, something I will make sure I warn anybody about if you're a first-timer is poop at home. Yes. Don't don't if you've got if you're like if you're there's only your, one good uh, restroom and it's right at the entrance. Yeah. Uh, other Otherwise, than that, it's all porta johns and you know how hot and humid season, some of those summer days get. And if it, you go when we did last weekend of the season, I could only imagine what it was like there. <laughs> yeah, poop at home. That's, yes, that's, yes. That's a good pro tip for you. Um, I, I noticed that uh, the Bristol Renaissance Fair is. Ranked number one on the Renaissance Fair list of fairs it's, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Or whoever it. whoever goes to the fairies first. Yes. So it is the best of the best. Um, I hate to see what the worst is. I will say Well, that. yes. And if you want to spend a lot of money to look like you can dress up there, bring about $1,000 with you because to get everything, it'll probably cost you about 1000 bucks for a proper Renaissance. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll say this. I was a little disappointed. It's just mostly shops. Yeah. Um. A lot of food, but I would Lots say good, I would say a good eighty percent of the food is bad. It's not even like good food, dude. They've got the turkey leg. You get a turkey leg anywhere. They've got the big turkey leg, and I've been to a bunch of places that have turkey legs. This was actually a pretty damn good fair turkey leg. Okay. The only other thing I probably would have gotten there, which was just down the way from the turkey leg, the big old beef rib. But I have decided I'm going to go again next year, and I'm going to dress in period attire, just not Renaissance attire. Okay. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to see if the Renaissance people will have some fun with me, because I'm going to show up as a Western gunslinger. Going to get my duster coat. I'm going to buy a Stetson. Going to get a cap gun, and I'm going to walk down the streets. And see if I can have anyone have fun with me. Because that was part of the fun, was seeing the people dressed up and probably the professionals who every now and then you'd just see them break out into a sword fight in the middle of the fair. Yeah. I saw that once or twice. I, You know, I saw a little bit of that. I I mean, there's definitely a lot of good cosplayers there, people that try to do the period thing. And then people Um, who just kind of, I saw one guy with a big black leather mask. I'm like, okay, buddy. mm -hmm. Some people, I'm a... It took uh, it a little farther than others. You know, they have the various, like, little, like, stages and events and things. I don't know Go what you saw. Go see the joust. You, I saw the joust. Go see the joust. Um, uh, um, I, have, I, did, I only saw it once. I didn't see the 3 o'clock showing where oh, I see, think. Oh, see, when I went, it was just noon and 6. So I went oh, to mine the was noon. noon. Mine was noon and 3. And obviously the noon one, so you know this, ends in a tie. Oh, no, mine didn't end in a Mine ended in a tie. Oh, we had a winner. Who, who, what so I you? think they actually really do joust for points. Like, it's a real contest. Um, what it's side, not like medieval times where it's all scripted. Oh, fall off the horse dramatically. and you know. What side were you on? Uh, we, were, we were right by the uh, the Black Knight, the, the black and gold guy. Kind of looked like the Las Vegas Golden Knights. The Lions. Yeah. That's what we were. I was a lion, too. It was fun. Uh, yeah, our guy came in second, though. Um, we tied, so they said come back at three to see the end of this. Oh. It was re- it was really I think it was on the stage personally because the other guy had kept on having his lance break and our guy did not. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yes, I think it is staged. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it is staged, and it's just different every day. You know? That's a possibility. Um, we also watched uh the the, the comedian dude who whistled. Uh, what was his name Mookie? I didn't see that. I saw the um, magician. Okay. That was fun. Oh, see, I didn't go to the magician. Um, Mookie was pretty cool. He just. He was like a juggler, but he whistled a lot, so he just like whistled to everybody. I didn't like, see the mud fight, and I wanted to see that. Ooh. Oh, they had um a like a like near the jousting, they had the stage set up where they were doing various trainings, and the one training was how not to die. Yeah. Um, I missed that training, so I'm really scared now. Oh no! <laughs> did you? I don't know. I don't know how not to die. Did you? Did you throw tomatoes at the nave? I did not, but that was the most entertaining thing of the entire Renaissance Fair is the tomato guy. Vegetable justice. I am going to go there explicitly for that because there's a lot of cool little um, games you can do. I mean, you get to shoot crossbows. They have a crossbow shooting booth. Real crossbows. And they have some other archery stuff. Uh, The... Vegetable Justice was fun. Yeah, did you get any good? Do you, did you hear any good one-liners? No. Uh, I I loved it when he got hit in the face because this guy he would get hit in the face and just like just stare at the person who hit him, just almost like an angry like you hit me. You're not actually supposed to hit me. And um, one guy he was heckling because he was wearing all Cub stuff, so he was like heckling him about oh you you throw like Arietta, you know and. and <laughs> And, you know, if I were at the finally run- that Cubs guy hit him in the face, and he just went to Stone Cold just staring at the kid. <laughs> and then after the kid was done, he's like, now come back in 108 years and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. I'd love to be Zing! that. I'd love to be that guy. That guy would be fun. <laughs> yes. Just get to be a jerk. And he's making fun of like kids' haircuts and stuff. Oh man, that was. I want to be that guy. That was that was my highlight of of the event. Other than that, I would say I I probably would not want to go on a hot, humid day, getting all sweaty, being around sweaty people, being near those disgusting porta johns. Yeah. Um, but next time I do go, I I, I want to eat more because this year I didn't eat much. I just had a few like. Fries at this place, chicken fingers at this place, nachos at this place. No, I don't want to do the turkey legs. Um, I wish they would get some more micro brews in there because it's just your typical beer. Yeah, that's the part that's no fun. And obviously, unless you bring your own mug, you don't get a cool mug. Oh, and those mugs are like 50 bucks. I I know. Everything is – I only saw one booth where things were relatively cheap, and that was one of the pottery booths. Well, I wouldn't go there to shop anyway. No, I'd go there, like I said, I'd go in my Western attire and see how much fun these people are willing to have with an idiot pretending he time-traveled from 1875. Oh, nice. So last I've time- already started developing my backstory. <laughs> On the last episode of the of the Hillcrest Duo here last week, I talked a little bit about uh, the Netflix show Ozark. I finished it. Brad, you did not finish it. Did I you? did not. I, I'm slacking off. But, you know, it's an interesting enough show. I've just never been a big, big about the anti-hero stories. I like Justice. My favorite show of all time is The West Wing. Okay. Anyways, all right. So it. your favorite political show is um uh, the one on Netflix currently, House of Cards. That's the difference between like you and I. I like The West Wing. You like House of Cards. You should try watching The West Wing. Watch The West Wing. Okay. But so. y- you saw a movie. Yes. This. It. 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 Uh, the 2017 version of it, the new one, 
which is in theaters, rated R. I saw the Thursday night 7 p.m. show. Loved it. Um, um, this morning we'll probably have some minor spoilers here, but I'm not going to go through the entire it's, plot. Well, don't worry about but it. But people it's who a... have seen the original, people that have read the book, you yes. know how the story plays out. Yes. Um, uh, back in uh, well, in the book, back in the 50s, now back in the 80s. I've got a question for you because you've read the book, but yes. you did not see the movie. So, um, one thing I I would say one of my favorite things about this movie is the humor, and the humor comes from all of the kids who are extremely vulgar. Are they very vulgar in the oh, book? Oh God, they're vulgar. And I love. I was having this conversation with somebody. I'm like, I love this because when you're watching the movie, it makes me think about when I was 13, 14 years old. I don't know about you. I was a vulgar 13-year-old kid. I can when see that. When mom and dad weren't around, I was F-bombing everything. Nah. F-bombing this, your mama jokes. like I mean, Your mama jokes, yes. I mean, just everything was like F, 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 F. And that's how these kids are in this movie. That's why this movie's rated R. These kids are very vulgar. Well, but expect- to me, I find the humor in it because it's just like, oh, go blow your dad. Oh, you know, like, <laughs> like, like stupid comebacks that are just, to me, is hysterical because I was like that. When I was their age. Well, I expect it's also rated R due to gratuitous amounts of blood and gore. There is a, there is a couple really bloody scenes. So a little bit of gore. Um, you know, when Georgie gets his arm ripped off, that's pretty cool. Well, yes. But, uh, but you know, other than that, like... Really? You know, really, it's, it's mostly the language is the main reason why it's rated you R. You see, that surprises me. I figured it because Stephen King... Yeah, the guy can write a disembowelment better than anyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, what I what I do love about this movie, this movie has just got that whole Stand By Me, Stranger Things-like feel to it. Mostly, it's very much like Stranger Things. You know, you can tell that, you know, it's it just those kids, like, trying to figure out what's going on and, and kind of just saying, you know what, we're our parents don't, like, they're not paying attention. We're going to figure it out ourselves. Like it's got that feel to the it. The Losers which, Club. Yeah. And and I and I love that. Speaking of Stranger Things, the best character in it, in my opinion, and everybody else's opinion, is of course um Richie Tozar, who's played by Fen Wolfhard, who is from Stranger Things. <laughs> what did he play in Stranger Things? Mike. Oh yeah, Mike. So uh he Mike from Stranger Things, he's Richie in this, and Richie is like the funniest guy in the movie. He's got the best lines, like, and... <laughs> I'm trying to remember the book. I think he's the one that grows up is the stand-in for basically Stephen King. Pretty much. Because... glasses. He, well, I put pretty much... In the original mo- book, I believe he grows up to be an author. So not a stand-in for Stephen King at all. I'm trying to remember right now. I read it when I was 14. I'm 33 now. It was 20 years ago. <sighs> I'm but, old. But you have no interest in seeing this? Nah, I'm not. Go see it, Brian. I'm not big on, I mean, if you're into the kid adventure, Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, but I'm not big on gore. It, there's not a lot of gore. Okay, maybe I'll see it. We'll see. I, I, I'll be. I'm serious. It's a two-hour movie. There's not that much gore. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, people. How many people ki- get killed in the movie? Like almost uh, nobody. I guess that's George true. George gets his arm ripped off. That's. The first piece of gore. Other than that, there's a really cool scene in uh, the girl's bathroom Whoa. where she's in the bathroom and just, like, blood comes out of the sink and covers all the walls and stuff. Well, just, that's... like, the explosion of blood. That's not really gore. That's just a bloody room. Um, 
yeah, that's it, really. There's okay, not... well, maybe I will. We'll see how I feel and how much but, money. And I feel you're gonna going. love. You're gonna love some of the. I mean, I, there's a lot of things I love about this movie, but you know me, I'm nerdy, and I like Batman. So what I loved was in the town square movie theater, Batman was on the marquee that was showing because this movie took place in the summer '89. And so Lethal Batman Weapon. Batman 89 and Lethal Weapon was the other one. Lethal, Lethal double Weapon feature. Two. Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon 2. Dos. So, double feature at the local movie theater. In the real world, those damn kids would have talked about Batman at least once. Well, they might not have had the rights, but you're right. They should. They I, they got an allowance. They could walk to that movie theater and go see Batman. Don't know why they didn't do it. No, why they didn't even talk. But that the Batman marquee makes an appearance about five times in the movies. And there's one scene where two of the kids are talking and it's like right behind them. And I'm just staring. I'm like, yeah, Batman on the marquee. It's so badass. It, it is. And uh, I suppose at this point. Oh, and then there's a, a cool Easter egg I'll, I'll point out. So there is a, uh, a scene where uh, it's actually Richie. Richie goes into a room inside the house and, and uh, there's a bunch of stuff covered in drapes. Well, the drapes all come off and it's a clown room. So there's clowns <sighs> everywhere. If you pay attention, you can see a doll of the original Pennywise from the, the Well, that's TV awesome. Movie. I, I was like, Tim ah, there's Cur- original Pennywise. Tim Curry. Yeah, the Tim Curry Pennywise. So um, I'm sure you're wondering how this Pennywise compares to Tim Curry's Pennywise, which is something a lot of people were worried about. I thought this Pennywise killed it. He did awesome. I loved his voice. I loved his little, like... Like his growls and his, mm-hmm. you know, jumping. And I had to look up who who this is that played him. And then uh, it's a, I think he's a German kid, Bill Skarsgård. Uh, and that that could be German. That could just be also was, Nordic. He was on um, he was on um, uh, Hemlock Grove, which was a, a like a TV series created by Eli Roth. It was like a vampire TV series. I watched about four episodes of it, and I gave up, but he was kind of one of the main characters in that. He plays Pennywise, and I thought he did pretty awesome. Um, of course, people are going to say, well, who is better? New Pennywise or Tim Curry? It's going to be hard to top Tim Curry. Um, Nostalgia is probably going to yeah, get most I, people. It, I'll say this. Tim Curry's Pennywise was probably a little bit more creepier. Well, let's also remember. Because, he- because – Tim Curry's Pennywise, if you think about it, he actually looked like a happy, fun clown. Yeah. Where this Pennywise is more dark and sinister looking. You can definitely tell it's an evil clown and not a good clown. Yeah. But more importantly, um, some of the things that Tim Curry's Pennywise could do were handcuffed by the fact that it was an ABC movie of the week, and this is a rated R movie. Yeah, a feature with... Feature-length budget. Feature-length movie, which also, like, got... Updates in technology yeah. with CGI, and there is a lot of CGI in this movie. Um, I had one friend who told me that he thought the movie had too much CGI. I really didn't feel that way. I mean, I, for some of the stuff they had to do in this movie, CGI was the only option. Um, I did notice this, though. Um, so Pennywise comes every 27 years. Mm-hmm. The made-for-TV movie and this movie separated by? 27. 27 years. Well, that's just for fun, obviously. They planned it. They planned it 27 years ago. We're really going to get them. In 27 years, we're putting out a remake. (laughs) I thought it was... I'm pretty sure it was 30 years in the book, so... Oh, it's 27 in the... I can't remember now. I'll have to look it Um, up. But, yeah, so... Hey, 
Meh. Now, the, this movie doesn't cover everything that the first movie covered. So the first movie was told in two parts, or two chapters, right? Right. The kids, and then when 27 the years later, when they're adults, this ends with the kids kind of making the pact to come back in 27 yes. years. And so, we'll see obviously, if they make we're going to get another movie. This we, is going to pick up. Yeah, but we're going to have to wait like 15 years so for when they're adults. Uh, well, I think they're going to be cast with No, that's You could play fair. Richie. You could be the adult Richie. <laughs> you just got to be funny. Funnier than you already are. I'm going to count on the writers for that. Um, so, I know you've read the book, so I, I don't know how this compares a lot to the book stuff, but I don't know if there's... You know, anything in particular that you really liked about the book that you're kind of... No, it was just a book I read. Okay. I was a bookish nerd. Stephen King's got a twisted mind, though. Yes, he does. He is a twisted, twisted man. I mean, I love how the movie... He had a... I love how the movie plays on fears. And when you're a kid, you kind of have fear. Everything's afraid. You're afraid of. You're afraid of everything. Yeah, I mean, so when you were like 13 or 14, like, did you have a fear? What was your fear as a kid? 13 or 14. Wow. Uh, I didn't like spiders. So, bugs, spiders. Yeah, I guess I had a bit of arachnophobia, but I, you know, my, my we, thing, my we thing, grew up in the information age, so I didn't have that many fears. I I, I always had a fear of ghosts, um, and it kind of stemmed from watching a lot of horror movies growing up where I poltergeist scared the crap out of me. And, and poltergeist really kind of played, at least for me, it played on that fear of, Something being there that you don't see. More importantly, so like I guess being that's... afraid. No, I wouldn't say being afraid of the dark, but being afraid of going into a dark room and seeing a flash of something. You know, whereas like I was the type right. of person where like I would turn on lights before I went into a room. Like, hey, let's go into the bathroom and say Bloody Mary three times. Oh, I could do that. Okay, I just want to make. What about sure. Candyman? Candyman, 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 Candyman. That's at midnight though. You have to do that. Oh, at midnight? Oh, I thought it was at any time. And the guy shows up and just says. Hey, I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. You're dead. You said my name. Not like the gangbanger in the first one was like, I hear you're looking for the candy man, bitch. You found him. <laughs> oh, but, the first uh, candy man's classic. But no, Filmed I guess, on location on the south side of Chicago. I get, For me, I was never afraid of poltergeists or ghosts because I didn't believe in such nonsense. Okay. Uh, that's just me. I'm, uh, uh, I, did, I did have a fear of sharks. After seeing Jaws. Well, everyone did. I remember going down to Universal Studios and being afraid to go on the Jaws ride. Oh, I love the Jaws ride, but I mean, I like would go to the ocean, like with on vacation, and I, I would go, go to water. I, I was like, I'm not going to water. Sharks in that water. Shark gonna eat me. I'll go to the me. pool at the hotel before I go in the ocean water. <laughs> Shark's gonna eat me. And then, of course, I suppose, were you afraid of clowns? No, never. Never. Still not. Clowns do not bother me at all. They don't scare me, but they can be unnerving, mm. especially if you stare at them for a while. I mean, I like them. I like them. Eh. I don't. They don't I, scare I've me. I've never had a problem with clowns. And, I mean, I do enjoy, like, the creepy uh, killer clowns from outer space, one of my favorite uh, bad horror movies. Uh, you know, Pennywise never really – stuff really never cre- – that's why I'm saying this movie is not scary – because to me, clowns well, are not suspense. scary. Now, if you're scared and you're terrified of clowns, you'll probably jump a few times in this movie, without a doubt. But if you're not scared of clowns, this movie's really not going to bother you. Well, once you at again, all. it's as far as Stephen King stories go, it has one of the happier endings of every Stephen King mo- um, uh, novel. That's true. And movie, because most of the kids survive. Yep. In the end, 
So while they go through a lot of the troubles, they they win. Yep. I mean, we're not giving anything away. The book's been out for over 30 years. The movie original t- made-for-TV movie's been out for 30 years. Yeah. And they're but, not changing anything. There's nothing changed. Well, they're not going to make it so they lose, because th- then fans of the book and the original movie are going to go insane. So, yeah. Um, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. And maybe I will go see it, but i got to get into Ozark first. Yep. So well, uh, we're going to have some time off because you're off next week, so we're not going to yeah. have a podcast next week. I'm off for two weeks, man. And I'm, I'm off the weekend of the 30th. I'm going to Vegas. So it's three weeks off because I got I'm in Boston for three for two weeks, and then you're in Vegas. Yep, yep. And then uh, so maybe we'll see you in early October, Halloween yeah. season. And then you have to go to uh, Japan. But um, it has been a really fun episode. I want to thank everyone for listening. Like I said, we just said, three-week hiatus. Sorry. By then, though, we're going to have more Halloween stuff ready to go. More Netflix. I think Stranger Things, Walking Dead returning soon. We're well, yeah, have- fall premieres coming up, so a lot of stuff we going on. we got a lot on. of material coming up for you mm-hmm. this fall. Last um, one where we were kind of stretching. We'll be back in three weeks for more of the Hillcrest Duo. Hillcrest Duo.